Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hashtag Science. I'm your host, Jason Skrubulis. I'm joined by Matt Metcalf. Woo! How's it going? Again. 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 This is... We're on a roll here. It's unprecedented. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is like, what, the third consecutive one? I know. Uh, it, we did okay until the summer. Uh, I'm going to blame Irma. I'm blame the hurricane. Yeah. Uh, not totally her fault, but I'm going to say most of it. Most of it. <laughs> one of them was you going to Costa Rica, and the rest of them were the weather. That's true. That's true. <laughs> one of them was strictly your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was Costa Rica. Like, Yeah, fair enough. Right. Fair enough. I'll do it again, oh. too. You have finished a draft of your... Ooh, piece. I have. Um, finished it, well, finished up, like, basically the first draft of it. Um, yeah. like, in, in total. Um, so, a lot of screaming and tears and bourbon. Hey, um, so... <laughs> Tuesday, right? <laughs> is that what today is? I don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, it's good. So, I'd send it off to my committee. Um, hopefully they will see it sometime soon. Yeah. Um, and get it back because I would really like to finish this. At least the edits part is just like tedious work, right? Yeah, it's just part, yeah. In my experience anyway, it's like, well, fuck, I gotta go back and hopefully it doesn't mean what usually it does mean for us is like redo. Oh, we need to do it some <laughs> other different way. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you need to analyze this differently. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's that's no bueno. No, it's no. I sent it off. Uh, Maybe two weeks ago, um, what I had, you know, thus far, and all of my committee was like, "Oh, this is good. Like all the, all the results look fine." Um, yeah. Yeah, everything was good. They were just like kind of nitpicky. You need to talk about this in the discussion. Whew. I'm gonna like, be coughing all all the time. Yeah. The damn show. Because <laughs> uh, you're sick. Uh, I am sick. <clears throat> What's the weather like? Is it? Yeah, I'm assuming it's cold. It's starting. The cold is coming. Dude, it's, it's going to be... Next week, I think it's supposed to be like in the mid-70s here. That's that's like... Frigid. Some, that's some of, some of the highs. <laughs> we're, we're stuck in the 60s right now. Yeah, no. no. And like when the sun is out in the middle of the day, it's very nice. But then it's like morning. It's like, fuck, I need a jacket. And then you come home. It's like, I don't need this jacket. Yeah. Why? Stop it. <laughs> I think I've been Jesus. working with reptiles too long because if it's like now you are one. No, I am, yeah, I'm like poikilothermic. <laughs> <laughs> like I gotta like go lay out in the sun and warm up before I can function. Yeah, I mean, you had to do that at seven o'clock today to do that. So yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> that was a uh, that was like the bourbon warmth. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> eh. That also works. I mean, if snakes and reptiles and amphibians could, I'm sure they would too. Right? They would definitely drink bourbon. Good times. Good times. Well, good <laughs> luck with that. It's going to be over soon. Yeah, and then. <laughs> hey, man. Science, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the uncertainty is so great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have, like, things, li- I, well, not job-wise, but at least things lined yeah. up. Because I have to finish up, you know, I'm going to s- start putting together that manuscript for the Indigos. And uh, a manuscript for the Rattlesnakes. Yep. And hopefully, it kind of depends on when the Python people get their stuff together. Uh, yeah. A collaborative thing with them. Sure. Um, so... Does your program have a requirement that you have to publish? No. Okay. That's what I figured. No, it's a pretty small, small little program. They don't really care. They just get you out of there. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think our master's program requires that. We have like, for PhD, we have to submit one. Mm. I was like, well, I got, I got two, already. Yeah. Right. That I'm a part of. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's I want to continue in research, so publishing is 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing to do. Um, which is what I want. I mean, I want to do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to get famous and make millions and millions off science. Get a Nobel Prize. Right. For million dollars. <laughs> yeah. For his work going outside and playing with indigo snakes. Hey man. Living <laughs> the fucking dream. Okay. Right. Maybe uh, I can get that Nobel for living the dream. That's a peace prize for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. Well, we got some interesting stuff to talk about today. Yeah. Um, we're going to continue our pretending that no stuff about gravitational waves mm-hmm. yep. from the past couple episodes. We we're, talked about... We're definitely astrophysicists. De- oh, yeah. They detected gravitational waves a handful of times. Those guys got the Nobel Prize for it this year. And now we have that huge uh, press release that happened either early this week or late last week on this um, week it was this week mm-hmm. yeah. um, that they're publishing seven papers about directly measuring two neutron stars crashing into each other and sending out gravitational waves yeah so they basically supported the thing that Einstein said would probably happen, and we finally which have was back in a like nineteen sixteen about Crazy. what these things are. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Why the they also have care? a whole section that says what are gravitational waves? I know. So how does they, how does LIGO work? Super informative. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it was dumbed down enough that like I could understand it. It's which not is, a which is the most important. Space.com is not the most uh, scientifically dense <laughs> source of information, but I'm sure if you dug into but, one of the seven papers that they published on Monday, Tuesday, yeah, I'd be totally lost. Yeah. yeah, I like how they made up a new word for supernova that was a, a strong supernova. Wait, kilo nova. Oh, kilo nova. I didn't, it's a I didn't thousand see that. times stronger. Well, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, I mean they didn't really invent the word, but it sounds funny. Maybe they did invent the word. Yeah, they probably did. They're probably the first time it's ever been needed to be used. Well, if you're the ones is like discovering it, you can name it whatever the fuck you want to name it. Exactly. Right. A professor at uh, my undergrad, ASU, has a whole genus of I forget what kind of beetle, but he named the genus and a bunch of the species, and he named the the genus jelly and <laughs> all of the species like jelly donut jelly bean jelly roll that is awesome like, that's that's some kind of shenanigans i get behind for sure <laughs> i am first all thing i'm gonna do when i find a species is name it something stupid <laughs> <laughs> maybe the second one i'll name it after myself yeah the first one's definitely stupid yeah <laughs> That is awesome, though. Jelly Donut. That's pretty good. Does he spell it fun? Like, is it J-E-L-L-I? It's G-E-L-A-E. Ah, yeah. Is, I, I think, what it is. Either way, finally, direct evidence of gravitational waves. How cool is that? Super cool. So how how they measure this thing, how this these pair of detectors in the U.S. works is that they have giant long tunnels that are four kilometers long that basically send and receive laser signals. And yeah, they can, it's in the shape of an L, so they can waves will pass over one end. Yeah, yeah. And by the time it hits the other one, they can measure the the time that it took for those waves to travel that far. And so if one of these gravitational wave hits earth you can tell that you can tell that difference which is what they did they can also tell which direction right it came from direction based off uh, and like magnitude yeah um so now that we have this really good story uh, studying gravitational waves gives us an idea of how um how very heavy elements in the universe were made. So everything started really as 
hydrogen, those things collide together, and helium, you get stars, you start making metals that are relatively high atomic mass, but then, like, stuff like, uh, the, the even heavier metals, um, we, we really don't know how they were formed in the origin of the, the universe, so now we yeah. might have a better idea, which is crazy. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting these like these neutron stars that they have um, mm. that are how they are detecting these waves um, were like super tiny. They were only like twelve miles diameter. Yeah, that, yeah. But like, how do you even notice that? Like way the fuck out there. Right. So they had these two neutron stars collide. As of now, that's what they think it is. Um, they all. I mean, at the end, they kind of talked about it could be two neutron stars colliding it could be that are like super super dense mm-hmm. um they said one of the neutron stars would like have the mass of our sun yeah uh, which that's is like crazy that's, that's a lot that's <laughs> crazy a lot. um but it could also be like uh i think they said like a maybe like a really strong black hole or mm-hmm. a, a bunch of different things they have no idea um i mean they have a couple ideas but they have yeah. they have some ideas that they can't really tell yet. Yeah, um, obviously <laughs> something that size that far away is gonna be difficult to. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, right. Like, um, yeah. So I thought this was super super cool, and it was really nice to be able to read it where I could actually understand. <laughs> I know. It's like I don't want it so stupid that like, oh, they found gravitational waves, but like. You could use some science and tell me what the fuck they did and like what that means. That's fine. Yeah. And I think this website did a good job of that. Oh yeah. Space.com. Mad mad props. Appreciate your shit. Yeah, yeah. I like how <laughs> this is like one of the few studies or the those studies that they were published, that group of seven, they had like forty five thousand co authors on those. Yeah. Like that's some human <laughs> genome project type shit, right? Yeah, there. right. I was like, damn, fool. It's just I, like, put your name. They have like four, five, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I feel like all of these are usually. I wonder if they ever have. I mean, I'm sure they have like single authored things. But That'd be kind of crazy, though. Yeah. Especially with the equipment. Like, there's probably a hundred people working at each of these stations. Just working as techs or whatever. They got on. Yeah, they got on there. Because they're, like, doing all the work. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Been there, done that. Yep. Yeah, it's just really, it's really, really interesting. I, the cosmos have always fascinated me. Yeah. Not enough for me He's, to study, but somebody right. else studying is fucking awesome. There's a reason why I didn't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like, like, neutron stars. They're definitely not as dense and strong as, uh black holes but they can still smash protons and electrons together to make neutrons like stable neutrons instead of just unionized hydrogen atoms yeah so it's like that's it's kind of like the the what what kind of forces we're dealing with when these things then collide and you're like oh we're so so far away yeah (laughs) We detected like milliseconds difference in these lasers, and it's like, oh, that's a gravitational wave. It's like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just always like amazed at the people that, like, I, how Einstein like theorized this early. Yeah, it's like, what the, how the, like, how the fuck did you even think that up? It's a goddamn genius, that's what. Right? Yeah. Like, I was like, I can't even like decide what I want for dinner. It's very true. And he, and he's like coming up with these crazy theories about that are all basically right. That are right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One that's maybe not so right about like stars and shit. Yeah, it's like how the how the fuck did you do that? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Matt. How about this salamander? You know I love. I love me some Sally's. 
I know. <laughs> um, so this was over in France. Yeah. Uh, they found a fossilized extinct salamander species. Um, but kind of what is most intriguing about this is the mummification process was really, really good. And they could actually That's an understatement. Yeah. Like super <laughs> fucking good. Uh, and they found little tiny bones inside the stomach. And these were from a frog. Uh, uh, and like, not even that, like this, some of the soft tissue of this. Yeah. I think it's at the lung, like some, some of the muscles, some of the lung and the spinal cord are still intact. Yeah. Has no head though. Not, not fucking 100% stone. Yeah. Or mineral. <laughs> Crazy. Which is huge. And this was, it, was 30, 40 34 to ago? 40 million years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck that. God. <laughs> Imagine how lucky you were. Well, not that you These people it. in France dug that thing up oh. and were like, oh, this thing is still. It's not. Like, it's still alive. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's still smelly. Yeah, right? It's like decaying right there. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, super interesting. And it's also really interesting because salamanders typically don't eat frogs. Uh, or current day salamanders don't really eat frogs. Yeah. Or vertebrates in general. Um, maybe some of the larger ones will probably eat... Man, I don't even know if they would eat really small, like, really, really tiny vertebrates. The giant, the giant Chinese and the... Japanese salamanders don't eat fish or some shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they gotta eat fish. <laughs> oh, like, you can't sit there and tell me that. No. But, like, like your typical all... salamander, like, four inches long. Yeah. Um, uh, we just got our axolotls in, finally. They are, we got some big guys. They're so cool. Yeah. They're like a foot long. Holy shit. That's a gigantic axolotl. We, we got some sub-adults that we're gonna do blood work on. So we need we we need the, we need them boys big, but yeah, damn. Salamanders are just a really cool clade of organisms too. Yeah. Um. Uh, I love uh, probably one of the coolest things about them is their ability to like regenerate limbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I guess I think that's like super super interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting when we try and do uh, some of that, some of our parasite work with them mm. see if that comes into play at all yeah but yeah i like i like this paper like the paper that they they put out about this salamander has a bunch of photos x-rays i think x-rays they look like x-rays um photos are always MRIs. good but then they have like 3d reconstructions now so i'm like paleontology got cool man <laughs> paleontology has always been cool it's always been cool, but it got, like, technologically cool. Cool, too. yeah. <laughs> very, very true. It's like, oh, you could just see the 3D structure. I it's know. Like, I, would play the, I, I would, if I had a 3D printer, I would 3D print this. Oh, my God. Like, here's and a you six, imagine here's this extinct salamander. I would exactly do that. I might yeah. try and download it and get it printed somewhere anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'd have, like, nothing real in my house. It'd just be, like, everything would be 3D printed. Yeah. Of like just random get? animals and shit. File should o- be open with Acrobat Reader for 3D content. You could do that. Oh shit! Look at that. And the femur. You can get the fucking femur file. What? All right. They we should have a, 3D print the femurs and then sell them. I know. I'd buy one. Yeah, probably would too. <laughs> for sure. No, it's cool that they have um, some of their fleshy parts still there. That's kind of a cool thing. We can see, like, obviously muscle hasn't changed in a couple million years. Yeah, but long, long time. Like, I'm sure there are differences. Yeah, well, and especially when, Just like, because of this thing is 34 to 40 million years yeah. old. I forgot what they actually said about it. Not fossilized, ill-defined contour... Um, well, it was in the identify the them. phosphorus sediments, right? So they, um, which apparently they they have like tons and tons of vertebrate fossils out of this place, um, right? 
<clears throat> but like they said, like most of them probably got destroyed because they were mining phosphates in the 19th to 20th centuries. Right. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just really cool. I love salamanders. Yeah. It's like cool the, that the spinal cord is also intact. Or like the structure is there. Yeah. Which is nuts. Or that like its food is still in its stomach. Yeah, it's like you must have died like immediately after eating that damn frog. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like salamander metabolism is like gonna run through a small meal like that pretty quickly. Did it say how big this thing was? I mean, it said the. I mean, the frog was two centimeters, right? It said that the frog was super, super tiny. Um, yeah. The prey was eighteen to twenty millimeters, but well, the salamander was one hundred. The salamander was about one hundred fifty. Oh okay, yeah. That's eh, okay. Which yeah, it's pretty decent. That's a decent meal yeah. too. But they and I mean they they saw the the limb bones in the stomach and they they knew it wasn't actually like part of the salamander because it was way too tiny mm-hmm. to be part of that salamander. Right. Cool stuff. Yeah. Fossils. I also like that they had a title called Frog, Frog Muncher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> they, tried to, right. they tried to make it fun. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. Good old Frog Munchers. Yep. Um, all right, so the next one. Yeah, this next one, we have um, a group out of Canada. Ottawa, yes. right? Ottawa, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally that's like where you demonstrated. live. That's basically where I live. <laughs> you're not, un- you're not untrue. South Canada. <clears throat> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, they finally tried quantum communication in a real-life city. And they did it. <laughs> so Which there. is also insane. <laughs> yeah, and they did it in a way that... So, traditionally, when you send any type of data through fiber optic or over the internet or in a computer at all, it's a series of eight ones and zeros. So it's basically in binary. Um, when you send... In quantum communication, typically you would use one, the the spin of one at electron, and it would change the spin of the other, so you could turn it on and off. So one and zero. Then you'd have to do that eight times to get one piece of information. And if any one of those eight things got fucked, then you would have no idea what is it? What the message would be. So what these people did is they somehow made it multi-dimensional by sending protons instead so they could send um a whole a whole uh, a photon of information with some amount of uh dimensionality to it so what they did is they did it in four different dimensions so they could send two protons instead of eight electrons and they did it in, a, in in Canada with with like a twenty percent error, which is not that much more than something like a like sending electrons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but beyond that, I got nothing for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this one was very over my head again. Yeah, um, I know that theoretically. A quantum computer could be unbreakable because there'd be no way to predict which what the what the atoms look like mm-hmm. when you're trying to like decipher the signal. Yeah, and this like this this would make not, not communication matches, more like secure. Yeah, um, which is kind of I mean, which is the whole point. Um, crypto cryptography, quantum cryptography. Sounds fancy. Yeah, right. Um, but it's really, really interesting, especially that they sent it through a cityscape, because that was right. obviously the problem before. Like, 
there's buildings, there's a bunch of other things like interrupting. Stuff in the way. Lots of stuff in the way. It's a city. Yeah. Um, as well as the atmosphere can fuck up your communication. Right. I missed this part earlier. Um, anybody like listening in on a quantum communication like that? So a particle going from A to B. If somebody was watching, they'd have to measure it and you would change the signal and they would know immediately that somebody was trying to look at, look at it. Interesting. So you could like stop communication or whatever immediately instead of not knowing that somebody is watching what data you're transmitting. Which is also fucking cool. Yeah. And scary. But cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> Pair that with that fucking nunchuck robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to take, yeah, take over. When you are stealing quantum data. The ninja robot's going to come after you. <laughs> They're coming to get you. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this one was really, really interesting. Again, it's... I don't know. Like, I mean, a lot of the terminology was over my head, because I'm obviously not in that, in that realm. Yeah. Uh, like this abstract is real bad, too, though. But I like, think it... I think it, it, like in this article, I think it explained decently well what they did how it worked. There. Yeah. So and like why it's important. Yeah. Which is good. That's kind of what you want out of like a general, like I said earlier, a generalized the, article. The fucking gravitational wave stuff is like tell me why and briefly in the most simple yet not the simple way of how they did it. It's like, well, how did you make, how did you shoot protons instead? Like, yeah. <laughs> how do you make it four dimensions instead of one? It's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> right? Yeah. And this abstract is real bad. I would, if I had, was given this abstract, I'd be like, this paper sucks and not read it. <laughs> oh. Uh. Even in my own field. Yeah. <laughs> The abstract is basically what everyone reads anyway, so... I know. (laughs) Like, this title is like, okay, I mean, that's not the greatest, but... I would at least read the abstract based on that title and then be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) It is in the Optical Society of America's journal, though, so maybe I'm just not in the know. That's I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> Probably just don't know. We're just dumbass ecologists. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I just like to play outside. That's all I need to do. I mean, yeah. Hey, it works. Like, can I pick it up? No. Definitely not. But yes, I'll try. <laughs> all right. Speaking of picking up. <laughs> Speaking of picking it up, pick up that damn tree pick lobster. Up, pick up sticks. The fuck is a tree lobster? Um, it's a lobster that lives in a tree. Um, there are a lot of those. Also a stick insect. So a walking stick. Um, this was technically an extinct species. It was declared okay. extinct in, I think, in 1960? Yeah, 1960. Um, on Lord Howe Island, which is off the east coast of Australia, in between Australia and New Zealand. Um, and it was des- the population on this island was decimated by invasive rats, uh, which are like, like... All rats are invasive. Yeah. Rats and cats are the worst invasives. Like, they yeah. kill fucking everything. Um, that they do. They do. They do. Um, but they actually uh, found remains of tree, these tree lobsters, walking sticks, uh, on a nearby island um, called Ball's Pyramid. I don't know. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, why are they naming these things? I don't know. Um, but so this this uh, species they thought was is a little bit different than the one that was on Lord Howe, but uh, they think that you know during different glaciations. They were all connected populations at one point, and then mm-hmm. got broken up. Um, so that's why this one species is a little bit different. But um, yeah, it's the resurrection of the stick bug. Yeah, this paper they did DNA DNA analysis on it. 
to find that they were the same? Mm-hmm. Is that what that was? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They definitely look different, though. They, yeah, they look... I can understand. I mean, they're... I mean, yeah, I mean, like, morphometrically, they're different. I mean, it... Well, they, I know their back legs, they said, were a lot thinner in the yeah. surviving population. Um... I mean, that could be, you know, simple variation. Obviously, it, if they did genetic stuff with it. Right. Um, but it could have also, like, been totally separated and starting to go into their own. Sure. Um, but kind of cool. Stick insects are interesting. Yeah. They're going to spend $10 million to get rid of these rats and then start saving all other, all the yeah. endangered species. That's probably the biggest one from <laughs> from that. The rats threaten 70 species that are native to that island. Fucking crazy. Yeah. In That's a lot. Insane. Um, and I know that like New Zealand is also having issues with that. Um, basically, That's like their, their solution to bring in rabbits to eat the prickly pear and then the rabbits are invasive or, they can't get rid of those now yeah. then they'll like introduce the cats happened. to do that and then <clears throat> yeah it's always introduce no, something else let's not do that let's just prevent the problem in the first place yeah biological controls are iffy yeah um, they're gonna they are going to start approving those uh engineered mosquitoes in the U.S. Ah, uh, in the Keys. Uh, I don't know where. I, just I know that going to. I think the last time I was in the Keys, uh, is actually there was a big sign on Big Pine, um, and this is when you know they were gonna they had this big ordeal about introduce like releasing the genetically modified mosquitoes, like all the males that are um, sterile. Yep. Um, and. I'm all about it. I, I mean, you know, I still think mosquitoes have their place. Um, but if you're yes like, no. yeah, I mean, they I just, suck, but they are like literally, like literally, <laughs> literally, they suck your blood. Uh, yeah, but they're obnoxious. Blow up. Why'd you put my pun on blast? <laughs> <laughs> they literally suck. Um, but, uh, and I was kind of surprised, like, well, surprised, not surprised. The keys are usually like really. I feel like the keys are usually really good, like, conserve everything. Like, I feel like they're very, they're a lot yeah, more... They're, they're the one place in the U.S. where you're like, save everything. Yeah, they're a lot more environmental, Not just like, the environmentally stuff. friendly than yeah. basically anywhere else I've ever been. Um, but there were signs up everywhere that were like, because they, again, it's the GMO... Yeah, people are title. Um, there's huge, huge signs like in front of the Wind Dixie that were like, "Don't let them release GMO." Like they had a vote for it. Oh, for fuck's sake! And they, they, I mean, they voted that's, it down. That's where they fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just don't tell, like, don't let general public vote on scientific things. It usually doesn't end well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they brought it to a vote, and I'm pretty sure it got it got voted down. No shit. Um, so when especially like, especially the keys, like you're, <laughs> there's tons of mosquitoes. Obviously, we know. Yeah. Um, and especially with uh, increased chances of like Zika, chikungunya, that's not all, like. See, see now, if you tell me you want to release GMO'd fucking noceums to get rid of those fuckers, yes, one hundred percent. Now, yeah. let's do it. Uh, sand flies, deer flies, horse flies, kill them. All of them. <laughs> they are the worst. Yeah. I got bit by a fucking deer fly on my run today. Ooh. On my arm, and my, the back of my arm is swelled up like a fucking softball. <laughs> Hate those shits. Over that deep dog? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I, I, in my field side, they're everywhere. They're, it's awful, awful deer flies. But I can't wear DEET because if I pick stuff up, I don't want to like in, like put DEET onto an indigo snake or a frog. Yeah, we can't we can't wear chemicals when we're in in lakes collecting water samples for chemistry. Yeah, no. It's like, oh well, if I'm gonna get swimmers itch or if I'm gonna 
ingest all of this fucking cyanobacteria. Delicious. Dead, I guess. Wash your goddamn hands. Delicious. Oh, man, did I tell you that we found a marine algae in one of our lakes? What? It was just alive and well in one of our lakes. Weird. And it's like, it lives in brackish water. It's like one of the most, it's one of the more toxic ones, but we don't have it in Michigan. I'm like, they said it was there, dog. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Like, so it had, I mean, it was brought in by, I'm sure it was like in the ballot. I thought they were like really good about checking like ballast of boats and stuff. It's not even like the Great Lakes. It was like in the middle of like Michigan, like an hour away from Detroit in the middle of the state. Oh shit. Like, yeah. Not where a boat would, not where a boat there. would go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not where a, a Great Lakes boat would go. That's fucking weird. Yeah. And that was also the same day, the same sample where they had the actual, like, super toxic algae. The one that, like, yo, if there's enough of it, you, like, your dog goes swimming and then it, like, gets paralyzed and dies type shit. I was like, good thing I, like, rinsed all my gear with ethanol after that, like, because oh I got it bad. <laughs> I was like, ugh. I want That's... this cliff bar, but I also want to wash my hands first. Yeah. Speaking of drugs and shit in the water. Drugs. We got Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, drugs. Yeah. yeah woo. <laughs> um These are from the Brian Owens. Lab in Ireland had successfully manufactured a large batch of Bryostatin 1, which is typically harvested from Bryozoans in their this one's marine. Yes, these are marine. Yes, this one's marine. It takes fourteen tons, so a shit ton of bryozoan <laughs> to get yeah. eighteen grams of medicine of potential medicine. Yeah, it's like fuck that. Not even holy shit. And like, I mean, unless you can even even farming it doesn't really make sense to me. That's that's not that would not work yeah i mean this uh the molecule is like uh or the drug would be showing it well shows mixed results um in clinical trials for like cancer hiv and alzheimer's um they're not really sure if it will work out or not Uh, i mean i guess it's i guess it's worth pursuing anyway yeah people try a whole bunch of other like just every compound that looks like it might work people want to try yeah, um, I mean, you never know. It, it might work. Um, this one seems like it's going to be a lot of work to get it to work. Also, looking at the molecule, it's the weirdest shape. It's like a. It's like super a, bulky. A ring with three rings on it, and it's got a two methyl chains and some other three, four, five, six methyl chains. Yeah, I didn't count correctly. It's got no. It's, um, it's got weird shit on it. But it reminds me of the structure of, I was telling you before we started recording, that um, in my undergrad I worked in a chemistry like drug lab for a semester for independent study. And we were using, we were trying to manufacture a drug found in sponges that, it kind of reminds me of this, and the way you have to go about like designing your protocol and process to make this stuff is insanity. I don't know how he chose me to help him with that. <laughs> but he did. You're and supposed to be like, I'm so smart that... I don't remember how I remembered how to do that. Because <laughs> I was taking his organic chemistry class at the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we could, we could, that should work." But like, if you can make two grams of it in the lab at a time, that's huge because you would need something like that. You would need like milligrams of it at a time, or or less. Mm-hmm. And other other groups have only made milligrams of it at a time, so it's kind of crazy that you can get two grams of pretty pure compound to use as 
like as uh, as a drug treatment and that's a lot like a couple of grams is at least a couple of cl- clinical trials worth at a time yeah so yeah I mean it's you know they talked about it's again it's a mixed bag so they're not sure um, they've tried it before you didn't really get much much out of it other than like the patients were hurting <laughs> um, yeah um, and so it's kind of like it's still up in the air but I mean it I mean you never know again I think pursuing it even as a potential is worthwhile um, right I don't know how you would like breed and farm bryozoans, but I'm sure someone I mean, it's does. It's probably pretty easy, but if you need 14 tons of them, <laughs> yeah, um, fucking a lot. That's so much. Yeah, um, and from what I remember, they're kind of like, like they have to be on the edge of something. Like they're not just like free floating. It's not like algae. Yeah, they're they're mostly colonial, so they grow together. And it's, it, they're not the best thing to have to go out and have to. But aren't yeah? Aren't most stuff. of them like encrusting? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to put things in there for them to encrust. Hey, we we've scrapes we've scraped some fucking bow bottles. Oh no! I know. I remember those fucking <laughs> those fucking worms. Yeah. All the time, but and that it seems terrifying like group, barracuda that lived underneath the boats. Yeah, that the big boy that was starting to go crazy that one day we had to evacuate oh the sword canal yeah <laughs> yeah and that was a good time yeah and holden like <laughs> got in the water and was trying to spear gun it yeah it was fun yes <laughs> i do need to get on this damn show there you go yell at him some more he does yep but, yeah it seems like this work that this group did in ireland has like simplified the process that other groups have done you can then tweak the recipe to create other molecules like it that might be better drug uh, candidates, mm-hmm. which is always what you would want to do in a drug study. So hopefully yeah. this turns out to be like some of these processes could then be applied to other natural uh, compounds that kind of have this, uh, a similar structure, maybe something like that. Uh, that sponge one. Yeah. I remember it being very uh very convoluted and had multiple rings going on just like this one but that was a fucking long time ago right did you pick this one because it's breast cancer awareness month yeah yeah right we're did we're topical here at hashtag (laughs) science (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but no it worked i mean if it's perfect hey yeah right it works it works if it doesn't we learn something it's true. And even if you learn that it doesn't work, that's learning something. You learned it didn't work. Good old learning. Yep. <laughs> um, Alright, well I think we wore that one out. We did. Um, so. so now probably the most important the most topic important one. of the day. This goddamn snake is screaming for dear life as it's being eaten by a frog. Right? Let it out. <laughs> it looks so funny. It's gonna be it. We're gonna make a meme out of it. We'll oh, start it here right now. Yeah, I think they. I think I was reading somewhere they had already done like. They put like, Donald like they put the frog in Donald Trump's mouth or something, and oh, I'm sure there's millions of things out there. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just a snake, hat like with his head stuck out of the that frog's throat like screaming and the frog's mouth is open and we'll put the picture in the show notes for sure yeah because it's um, funny yeah first put up on reddit and apparently it's an old photo but it's really fucking great quality like that's a good photo yeah how how lucky would you have to be God, right like <laughs> holy shit uh i mean this looks like a big ass frog anyway I'm pretty sure they yeah, are. Like the they they are not small. The Australian green frogs, green tree frogs, yeah. um, are pretty pretty gigantic. It's eating a brown snake, which is a um, which should not be being eaten by a frog. A venom, yeah, a venomous <laughs> elapid. Um, so no, but and especially like tail first. Like I don't know how you 
don't like. I don't know how the frog didn't get bit. Yeah. I mean, maybe they have immunities to venomous snakes. They, they might. Plausible. Maybe. Oh shit! You gotta click that link at the bottom of the page. We already got our real new story. Wildlife. Wildlife photography of the year. Oh yeah. I mean, it's really sad that this the winner is a rhino with his horn cut off. Oh, oh! I think I've seen but, some of these. Yeah. Like this iceberg is fucking crazy. The clone. The oh yeah, guy. I saw these. Yeah, that iceberg is awesome. Like the holy shit! Clowns with an ant eater. Half a fox. <laughs> Whatever this fucking plankton is. Oh god, it's like a lobster larva. Is it a lobster? It says lobster. I was like, it's definitely a crustacean of some kind. Yeah, but it's like a spider lobster thing. I really that like thing looks cool to shit. I really like the chimpanzee thinking. Yeah, like contemplating it's life. Sperm whales. That was pretty cool too. I when I first saw them, like I didn't know that they were like camoed. Like I didn't know that their skin looks like is it is all blotchy. Yeah. Yeah, those pictures are pretty cool, though. Yeah. So we'll link to that as well. Yeah. Oh, sh- and there's cool an shit. anteater eating these termites. Yeah, I missed that the first time. I was like, I was like, glowing talking. Yeah, I, didn't, I was like, uh, hold on. Why is that? Mines. That's a weird looking thing. I was like, oh, shit. I told you I saw an anteater in Costa Rica, right? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> that one I, like, screamed. <laughs> like, ah! Yeah, I was real fucking excited. Like I didn't, I didn't even know ant eaters were there. Fair enough. So I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, well, yeah, well, yeah. I, th- I think that's gonna do it for our show. Think so. Look, a, a little quickie today, but that's fine. Yeah. My throat feels like garbage right now, so I'm glad it's over. That's why you have a nice. <laughs> that's drink. Why we did it. <laughs> We did it that way on purpose. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. Uh, I would appreciate that people start sending us email at jason at hashtag sciencecast.com so we can answer some questions. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I finally sent you hands down my data so you can get it done. I can finally make a song with Matt's data. Hey-o. John Middleton's music algorithms pro- uh, project like we did with our theme song. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the ScienceCast. You can find us on Facebook at Hashtag Science. You can find us at our own website Hashtag ScienceCast.com where you can find the show notes, videos of the stuff that we talk about and hey, I actually started on that blog hey. so we can we can Blog it up. I expect that. I expect that to be done within this year. <laughs> I made a, I, I said that before, but now that I actually have, like you mean, like twelve uh, months from now, or a third of it built, we're good to go. <laughs> uh, so expect that very soon, where we can write about stuff, do do shorter things. Um, apparently, we might be trying to go to a conference. In February. Yeah. We'll a it'll show be together in the same place. It'll be awesome. We'll get so drunk. I mean, and science. Do that anyway, but and science. <laughs> but like, get drunk in the Talk same to some vicinity. Herpetologists and conservationists while we're there. Yeah. Which would be awesome if we could do. That would be cool. I wonder if they have press. Do they have a press? I don't know. Can I just go as press instead of having to? Uh, probably not. They should start doing that. They should open up uh, conferences for press instead of like, yo, I write for Science Magazine. Just like, yeah, like general public. Yeah, it's like apply for a press badge like you would for like any other convention. I think that would be really good too. Like I would be totally for that. People would, I would totally try. I would go to more conferences. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, you I mean, could. Have well, because you wouldn't have to pay. But I mean, I'm thinking of people that are part of the conference like that helps out people that are there like you're gonna get you know they'll they'll walk around do interviews for people and stuff like oh tell us about your research like why are you here might 
try and do that anyway. I might try and contact them. Do it. You should also no. you should also present something. I should also. I mean, the, but then I. <coughs> also defeats the purpose. <laughs> also the well, well yeah the uh, the fees for this one are like super cheap. Yeah, I mean it's going there. Yeah, I think well yeah their flight would be. Shit, you can probably drive. You're fucking closer than I would be. Would I? Probably. Maybe. It takes. It's like an eight-hour car ride to get to fucking Atlanta from here. Oh, it's way longer than that to get to Atlanta from here. Well, but then it's probably three or four hours north of Atlanta. Eh, you're still probably closer. I think you're a liar. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up to make sure you're not lying to me. But Thank be, you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you in two weeks. Adios. What date would that be? Oh, it's gonna be. That episode's gonna have to go up early because I'm gonna promote it right here, right now. It's Halloween. November fourth is Extra Life, Ooh. where I will sit on my butt and play <laughs> 25 hours of video games because of daylight savings time for charity. Nice. If you're listening and would like to donate to that, I play for the Beaumont Children's Hospital in Detroit, Michigan. So please go donate to my page at bit.ly forward slash Jason E.L. Where I'm trying to raise $1,000 this year for a total of $20,000 over the past six years I've been doing this. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get me to $20,000. We'll have... I'm going to do some dumb shit if I get $20,000. Don't you worry. <laughs> and it's for a good cause. It's for kids. Kids need help. Right. So please please donate. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, or follow hashtag science. They'll be reading that shit as well. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for, thank, uh, thanks for watching. Watch it. God. Yeah. <laughs> He's thanks sick. Thanks for fine. watching your podcast app on whatever mobile device. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Or less than two weeks. And Halloween edition. Halloween edition. We'll be, I'll be dressed up while I record. I yep. promise. You can watch our costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you later. Good night. Bye.